Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Am Divine. In today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit more about spiritual mind treatments and how we direct energy to create different aspects of our life, things that we're looking for. This has been, I guess you can say life-changing, learning these skill sets and learning the understanding behind it. You found that similar for you too? Oh my goodness. And understanding how it works and the power behind it, knowing that you are in control of what you are creating just by what you're speaking and the whole process of a spiritual mind treatment from start to finish, it shifts your energy so quickly and so powerfully. It's like, how can you not love them? So (laughs) yeah, so I guess we can start possibly by explaining things a little bit. And I know when I started my practice, practitioner training and even the coaching training, my old philosophies was, you know, here is this God, this man in the sky that I'm praying to. And I used to think, well, if I'm a good person that, you know what, my prayers are going to be heard. And I know a lot of times we can typically go to that prayer when we are in a place of being challenged with something that's going on. And I think I always struggled that from a religious perspective of this aspect of good and bad. And if that prayer comes forward, as far as completion of what you were looking for, then I'm a good person. And if it doesn't, then I did something wrong that that end result of what I was praying for didn't happen. And I struggled with that with the longest time because I think when we talk about religion, God was kind of brought forward to me as being fire and brimstone or love. You know, if you're good, then you get this side of him. And if you're bad, you get this other side. And what I had to learn for myself is I always say my God is an all loving God. My God is not your bad person here. I'm going to punish you, right? Mm -hmm. I think we do that to ourselves. So when it came to what we call spiritual mind treatment and understanding this was a type of prayer, I wasn't praying to a man in the sky, but learning about universal laws and how we create the creative process using this skill or this prayer, this spiritual mind treatment to direct energy. So I'm not praying to someone in the sky. I'm now taking responsibility as the source and the God of the creator of what I am. And I'm using universal law and creative process to come from that perspective, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense a little bit. Oh, it does. It does. I like you. I like how you said when when you're going through something, you would pray you know not necessarily to this man in the sky but you would pray and to me it was like i would be begging please 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 make this happen please 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 change this scenario please 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 and just begging and begging and hoping and praying and just like you know waiting and 
once learning about a spiritual mind treatment, that power that you gain knowing that you are creating this, there's no more begging, there's no more waiting and putting that onus on this power in the sky. It's like you are taking control of that energy and you are directing it how you want this outcome to be. And the whole process is so fucking empowering that you can literally feel like it's like as you're saying these mind treatments your shoulders go back your head goes up and you are in that energy of creation and you can feel it as you talk and your voice gets louder and empowered and it's just like yes 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 so that by the end of it you're like this is it it's done I'm doing this and knowing that again that's your power I think that is the difference between a prayer and a spiritual mind treatment because you are taking your power back you are declaring you're not begging you're not saying please I really want this. it's like I fucking declare that this is my birthright I declare that I have this abundance and you go into it and it's like you can totally even just saying it you can feel the power in like you can hear the difference in it yeah and I think you know when you talk about please help me please save me we were coming from almost like a place of weakness yeah and yeah. when I think about spiritual mind treatments and, and as we say the declarations I'm stepping into my power understanding who I am I'm not saying that there isn't a source, there isn't a creator, because I truly believe there is. We're all connected, but we are the same energy. We're created in the same image. Therefore, yes. we have all this creative side as well. Uh -huh. um, so as you said, I mean, for me too, as you were commenting about how empowering it is, and we may start like, oh, this is beautiful. This is nice. And then you feel that energy come up, like you said, yeah. and you feel that empowerment and you, and you just, it starts just flowing out and you can just really feel it. And as we've talked about in past episodes, we create, it's the thought, but the thought comes into emotion. So as uh -huh. we're doing these spiritual mind treatments, we're bringing our emotion and our feeling into that. And that's uh -huh. the most powerful aspect is when we are now directing that feeling energy into uh -huh. that universal law for a specific manifestation, right? A certain creation. So what do you think, Kim? Did you want to add something there first? I did, yeah. Because I think part of it too is, and I think it's an important part. Well, I guess it actually is the first part of the process is recognition, recognition of this higher power, this. I am this one and knowing that, well, I guess I don't want to jump into the next part, but it's, it's recognizing that there is this infinite intelligence that is available to you, that is you at all times. So I, I feel like I'm kind of going into one and two here. So I'll kind of stick with number one and allowing yourself to open up to this higher power, to this consciousness, this truth, knowing that you are this truth. Yeah. And Kim, you brought up a good point. We were going to move to this for sure. There are five parts of a spiritual mind treatment, and we're going to discuss each one. And the first one Kim started talking about was definitely what we call recognition. It's mm -hmm. the understanding that there is something greater than ourselves. So it, we don't have to define what it is. If you come from a certain religious background, that can be that God for you. So I mm -hmm. want to make it very clear too. It isn't, oh, you just have to believe in this in order to do this. But I'm just recognizing that there is something so much greater than myself. We're acknowledging yeah. that there's something there 
in that divine intelligence that is the creation of all life, no matter what label we want to give it as far as the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's recognizing that it is there. Yeah. And the second part of an affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment is identification. So when we talk about identification, what I'm now saying is recognition. I understand there's something greater. Identification is I know I'm a part of this. I know I'm a piece of this. I am not separate from this. So when we always talk about we are all connected, we are the I am, we are divine. It is that at the energy basis of everything of who we are, we are all connected and we all come from source. So I can say there's this beautiful thing, but I know who my identity is, knowing that each one of us can be different and yet we're coming from the same place. Examples recognizing that we have freedom of choice, that we can choose to create what we call heaven and hell here. I have Mm. the power to direct the energy. I'm claiming that, knowing that I am part of source. I think that's where that shift happens is when you start to stand in that truth, that truth of I am that power, I am that wisdom. I am that love. I am that almighty. When you start to declare that and stand in that truth of who you are, it's almost like you can feel yourself come into alignment. You can feel that divine energy take over and know that you are literally like, I just see like these magic hands being like, I am moving this energy, you know, like what what is it? The Marvel character, uh, Dr. Strange, where he's like, That is you because the second you start to stand in your truth that you are this beautiful, amazing, powerful, enlightened, divine being, there's so much power in that. And that is when you start to feel it, which means you are starting to shift that energy and start to create. And then that's when you want to go into the next step, which is those declarations and declaring what you want to create. You are working with those universal laws and with your words and your feelings and you're vibrating at that same frequency and you are declaring what you want. You are declaring what you are. You are declaring everything that is so perfect about you. You are revealing your truth and declaring them. And there's so much power in that. Very true. And this is a big part where we talk about the universal law and the cause and effect. So again, mm-hmm. our thoughts into the emotion and putting it out. So a couple things about declarations. When we're declaring something, so we can think about it in the old view of things is now I'm asking for what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So the difference between the prayer from, you know, what I learned from before saying, please fix this for me. We're now saying I'm declaring it. So when we do declarations, it's always in the present tense. It's always as though it's already been completed. So I'm not saying, please bring this in place. I'm saying, this is what I'm putting my energy into. I am creating this. And another aspect to think about too, is when we talk about declarations, it's also, I guess we can use example as if I'm praying for someone who has say cancer, I'm not praying to please heal the cancer. We're not treating the conditions for something to change. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that individual or that situation in the perfection of what it is, knowing that these are all lessons. These are all opportunities that we as individuals using that creative process and universal law, that we create certain circumstances that we are meant to go through in order to learn. So from a practitioner or learning perspective, my job is not to say, oh, this person has cancer. I have to heal it for them. And this is all I'm going to put my energy into is heal, heal, heal. I'm mm-hmm. going to put my energy into holding the person knowing the divine being of who they are, knowing that, you know, as we say, God can never be sick. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the essence of what we are is spirit is energy. 
can never be sick either. So I'm going to hold that person in the truth of what they are mm-hmm. and feed my energy into that. So I guess I want to bring that forward because I think sometimes when we want to declare, it's always, I want this to come into my life as though it's coming. And if we put it in from the aspect of I'm trying, I'm trying to bring it into place, it never happens. We Mm -hmm. always have to declare it as though it is present tense. It's already in place. Yes. And that is part of the magic of this is because when you do that, you are in that feeling and you are literally creating because you're on that same frequency as universal laws. Yeah. The declarations are powerful. This is the area where we're directing energy into the law. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to think about it before you go into it. You know, yes, mm-hmm. the other side will come out. But when we think about doing a prayer, just like if we're praying from the older perspective, what is it I'm looking for? Right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the fourth step of spiritual mind treatment is one of the easiest yes. parts of it. Mm-hmm. And that is gratitude. So once mm-hmm. we've recognized there's something bigger, once we understand we are part of that, once we've now had our declarations of what we're looking for, now we send a gratitude. The highest vibration is that of love. So it's like what my guides are showing me is now I have this box and I'm putting everything in it. I'm putting a nice bow around it. And now I'm going to send it up. Mm-hmm. So gratitude, what am I grateful for? And it might be, you know what? I'm grateful for this beautiful day. I'm grateful for the breath that I take into my lungs. You know, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for my family or my friends, you know, whatever that is. And as we said, we're not just saying it, but coming back into the feeling, that's where the power lies. So in the gratitude, I'm saying what I'm grateful for, but I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you say that. I'm feeling that because I remember when we first started learning all of these steps to an affirmative prayer, we call it spiritual mind treatment, affirmative prayer, you kind of get caught in them. But I found gratitude was the easiest one because it's so easy to fall into the energy of just being thankful. And the things that came forward when you just allow yourself to just kind of what am I thankful for and you start with like the little things like you said for a beautiful day you're thankful I'm looking at my my glass of water I'm thankful for the water I'm thankful for the ice cubes that are in it I'm thankful for the straw that I'm drinking out of and you just start to flow and it just pours out literally so easily and effortlessly that it's one of my favorite ones too because it kind of brings you back into that reality of we really do have a lot of things to be grateful for. And sometimes we get so caught up in our circumstances that we forget to come back and say, you know what, look how really blessed I am. Because as simple as this, not everybody has clean water, not everybody has a cup, you know, like those kind of things. So when you're able to come back into gratitude, it's just beautiful. One of the things that I learned through the training that we did too, is I used to think that gratitude was always, oh, I love the rainbows and unicorns and all these beautiful things. Mm -hmm. But doing this work, what I also recognize is I can love my challenges. Yes, I can step back and be grateful to say, you know what, this was really tough to go through, but Mm -hmm. I can send gratitude for this lesson. And I never used to do that, but now I can go, you know what, this was tough, but I'm so grateful for this opportunity for me to grow and learn from this situation. Mm -hmm. And as you were talking about even the cancer, you know, people going through cancer and not praying for a certain specific outcome, but having gratitude for their journey, you know, like their journey, you know, not that you would ever, I don't want to say you never wish this, but for when people are going through those struggles, there is a reason why that struggle is happening. And there is a valuable lesson. And it's almost like it's, I want to say, not, I hate to say forcing, but it is, it's, thank you, challenging. (laughs) It's like challenging. (laughs) 
It's challenging you to grow in a way that you wouldn't before. And because of those challenges, who knows what's going to come out of it? Because even we'll go back to the cancer, somebody who's going through cancer, it's not just their experience. It's the loved ones around them. It's the people who work with them. It's the people who interact with them, the nurses, like everybody is part of that picture and they're all learning from it. And that in itself, it's like when you can look at how it really flows out into the world, there's so much gratitude for, you know, yes, there's hardships and it can be hard, but there is beauty in it as well. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up because I think as humans, we get in this aspect of good and bad, right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from the practitioner perspective, what we've learned, it's holding someone in the truth of who they are, which is perfection, knowing yeah. that whatever their experience is at that time, they are the creator of their lives. They have created this. So I'm not saying they've logically sat down and says, oh, I want to have this disease or I want to have this situation. But right. honoring that, my job is not to fix that. My job is help support and to hold them in the truth, to feed my energy into knowing that that is what they may need to experience, right? And I think mm-hmm. I struggled for a while to wrap my brain around around this because I think as people it's we just want to go and fix you know how do you you know you have a child that's sick that's dying you know how do you just not want to go oh I want to fix this Mm -hmm. but being able to hold them as you said knowing that there's a reason maybe that child's going to die that's going to institute a new law or make changes in a system or help find a cure I mean there's aspects of it when we can step back from what I call the human side we're still human feel it experience it as far as the emotion goes but then step back and say you know the recognition that there can be a lot more going on as you said Kim than what meets the eye that we in our own wisdom don't see and we're not able to see. Mm -hmm. And I think also too, I want to note that part of the journey too could be that you're not able to see that either. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you are overcome by those emotions. Sometimes you are overcome by other circumstances and that is okay too. Yes. You can see the perfection in that as well. So it's not to, you know, diminish anybody's feelings if they're going through things. It's to say where you are on your journey, you know, and however it's playing out is perfection. And we hold you in that light of love and light, literally, you know, which brings us to, I think, the fifth step, which is just releasing and just kind of trusting that your energy has been put out. It is all everything you have been declaring, everything you have shifted in your energy is going out into the universe. You're not going to be worrying about how it's going to be getting done. You're not going to be worrying about when you're just knowing it is done. It is done. And you can step back and be like, it's almost like I just, my guides are showing me like wiping your hands and being like, I'm done. I'm good. And walking away, knowing that you have just shifted that energy to create the circumstance that you want. So I think that this something can be possibly a little bit harder for people. Maybe one of the steps that is a little bit harder is having that trust. But the more you do these affirmative mind treatments, the more you get into that energy, the more that trust just starts to come. It just naturally comes because you stand in the truth of who you are. And you know truth that when you are moving that energy, the universe is saying, fuck yeah, let's do it. And you're creating. Yeah, very much so. And for me, it is the easier part too now because I'm just, I'm letting it go. It's like, again, here's this little box. I've just put a bow on it. Everything's nice and tight. Now I'm setting it up. I don't have to go back and open it and lift the lid and say, oh, is it still there? Oh, is that energy still working? Oh, whatever. I can just know, send it up. I can go the next day and put my intentions into the same type of prayer and I'm sending it up again if I want, but Mm -hmm. I'm not worrying, as you said, how is this going to develop? How is it going to come into play? Because as soon as we do that, we were 
restrict from the energy perspective and we say, this is the only way that it can come forward. When our logical brains say, well, this is the only way it can happen, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so important when we release it, we're releasing any outcome, the outcome as far as what we're looking for, but we're not putting into place how it's going to come in. And then not worrying an hour later going, oh, now I'm still back in the space. So I think there's so much growth in being able to release that, let it go and be in the trust mode. Mm -hmm. Which is beautiful. But it's again, it's part of that process. Yeah, it is part of coming back to your divine self is standing in that trust. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. want to recap again when we talk about spiritual mind treatments. And Kim, we can definitely sit and do a bit of a prayer on that yeah. as well. The first step is recognizing, recognizing there is something greater than than ourselves, something that is divine, that is eternal, whatever word you want to use. Second step is identification, knowing that we are one with this energy. Mm-hmm. Third step is declaration. We're declaring what we're looking for always in present tense, never trying to fix an ailment, anything like that. We're always holding the truth of who we know somebody is or truth of a situation. The fourth step, gratitude. So much goes out with that gratitude. And the last step is releasing it. I'm now letting it go. So I wanted to include an example of a spiritual mind treatment or affirmative prayer. And I'm going to go ahead and break down those five areas for you as well. So the first step in a spiritual mind treatment or affirmative prayer is recognition. I recognize the one spirit that is the creative factor of life. This divine source is the backing of all energy and informs universal law into the infinite manifestations, harmony and chaos, abundance and scarcity, health and disease, heaven and hell. I witness the synchronicity of this cause and effect universe. And in this relative perfection, I know that everything is for our growth and awakening. Second step, identification. I know that my true identity is this one spirit, knowing there is only oneness. I acknowledge that the same source that has created the entire universe is the spirit that dwells within me as me. I recognize the freedom of choice I have to create a life of heaven or hell. I recognize the power to direct energy upon universal law to create harmony or discord. I recognize the power within me to create the life I want to experience. Step three, declaration. In this divine moment, I declare the truth that I am. I am whole and complete exactly as I am. I intuitively know right action and right thinking for my highest good. I know exactly what I need to do to live my truth. I claim my birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. I am free. Step four, gratitude. In this truth, I am so grateful. I see and feel it is done. I fully energize the outpicturing with my mind, which is the divine mind. This vibration of my thought echoes, energizing and informing my subconscious mind, the subjective mind, and universal law. I'm so grateful for the blessings in my life. Step five, release. Now I release my word into the law as law. It has been heard and known in the one mind. I allow the unfoldment into the physical reality to reflect that which has been declared at a soul level. I release and let go. 
I live in grace and faith, knowing that it is done. And so it is. So this brings us to the end of this episode. As always, thank you for joining us on a conversation about spiritual mind treatments and how we can direct energy through universal law for specific uh, creation manifestation. Kim, I know this has been an important part of our learnings and teachings and something we incorporate into our lives every day. So it was a pleasure as always talking Mm -hmm. about this today. Yeah, we hope that you are feeling so inspired and so empowered right now and that you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until then, this is Kim. And this is Paula. And don't forget that you are a powerful I Am Divine Badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.